0: There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Want to make some juicy passive income but don't know where to start? you need to check out Girls Trade 2. Girls Trade 2 is an online community of women learning to trade in the stock market so they can boost their savings and get off that dang hamster wheel of work, work, work. So if you want some help figuring out the stock market, check out a free web class at girlstrade2.com. I'm recording this episode in the evening after a very chilly, drizzly sort of day. And so I'm having a spot of whiskey and I'd like to raise a glass to you. There it is. If I knew an Irish toast, I'd do it, but I don't. Ah, well, well, the road, rise up to meet you and all that. And I come by this heritage honestly, because I do have Irish, and English and Welsh blood in my background, courtesy of my wonderful grandmother. She was the most beloved of my family members when I was a child and still probably to this day. Um, She grew up in Salt Lake City and she went to a finishing school, as young girls did then, so that she could become a proper young lady. Her father wanted to have his girls get all of the education in the beautiful things, the arts, they learned to draw and paint, they learned poetry and literature, and they learned to sing. And my grandmother carried this love on throughout her life and she passed it on to me. She made sure that we loved music just as much as she did. She would tell us little stories, and sometimes when she wanted to illustrate something in a particular way, she would sing it. For instance, she'd tell us about the birds back in her hometown of Salt Lake City, which was a much smaller place when she grew up there in the 30s. She'd tell us of the Western Meadowlark, I think it was, whose song was the title of the place where he lived. And he'd sing, Salt Lake City is a pretty little place. <laughs> I always remember that. Um, she, as she, when she got older, she joined a group called the Morning Music Club. And she would faithfully go to rehearsals two or three times a week. I don't know if they ever even had any performances. They probably did, but I don't remember seeing them. Um, But she loved it so much, and it was a chance for her to be social and to do the thing that she loved. Every holiday, we would gather around her piano. She had a beautiful grand piano that she had actually brought with her from Europe when she divorced my grandfather. And she had it in this lovely, large living room that was resonant, that was full of wood. So it really resonated beautifully. And we'd gather there around the piano and we would sing. My aunt would play, my aunt is a marvelous pianist and she can play absolutely anything if you just sing her a couple of notes and she just like, oh yes, right. And she plays it immediately. So we could sing anything we wanted, even though my grandmother did have some um, music books that were our favorite old standards. We had a Gershwin book that we sang from on the uh, non-religious holidays like Thanksgiving. We would sing Gershwin. I got rhythm, I got music, I got my gal who could ask for anything more. And then sometimes we'd sing like these crazy old folk songs that I guess no one else had remembered, but my grandmother made sure that we all carried them on into the future like i got a mule and her name is sal 15 miles on the erie canal (laughs) i'm sure no other children grew up knowing that song but um it was very funny she um even held musicales at her house in this beautiful living room around the piano where she would invite quite accomplished musicians that she knew wonderful pianists and wonderful singers and she would have her friends over to eat you know little finger foods and tiny sandwiches while these beautiful people performed their art and entertained us and it was magical and such a privilege to hear some incredible voices she at christmas time we would sing all of the carols of course my poor aunt her her hands would become you know, (laughs) pained and, and cramped with all of the playing of Christmas carols. But then we had to have always one last one. We had to have Silent Night right at the end. And everybody did their best to sing as beautifully as they could because my grandmother wanted it to be beautiful. We still do this to this day, but most of the time we are a little bit, you know, show tuning it and Broadwaying it and, 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 you know singing it a little bit too lustily for what would be my grandmother's taste i believe but we do it in memory of her and we do it because it's a tradition for us and it's it's wonderful she was she would also take us on long car rides to go and visit various things i remember we went to see the baseball hall of fame of all things in cooperstown and every time we were driving you know, we would get antsy in the back seat, my brother and I, and we'd start beating each other up, of course. And I remember she'd call to the back seat, Children, stop jostling. <laughs> and when that didn't work anymore, then she would break into song and she would make us sing, This land is your land, this land is my land. And of course, that distracted us enough until we got through the song. And when, there, when that song was over, she always had another. She had so many songs up her sleeve. This is something that she has passed on to me. I love to sing. I sang to my kids, too. And we sang all of the Disney songs all the time. And, you know, I would sing silly sing- things to them and tickle them when they were in bad moods. And it always worked. It always worked. She was singing and dancing to entertain my two-year-old son when she fell and hit her head. And we found out later that this was the first episode of the ALS that would later take her life. But it didn't stop her until it did, you know? When I was a child, I slept over at her house every other weekend. And those were the best weekends of my childhood she treated us like precious precious jewels we had incredible breakfasts when we woke up in the mornings and we had acres of land to play on and a beautiful swing set that she had put up just for us and she would come and swing with us and push us endlessly and it was wonderful and she would sing us to sleep every night that we were there and that was an incredible, precious gift. Go to sleep, my darling, close those big brown eyes. And while you are sleeping, wait for a big surprise. And she'd go on and on until her eyes were just too heavy to stay open. In that home, I slept soundly. In that home, I knew I was safe. In that home, I was beloved. Sweet dreams, my friends. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash DianaTheBard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.